<laughs> if you had to summarize the Bible in a couple of verses, just a couple <laughs> of verses, which ones would you choose? Hmm. Let's talk about that here on Couples Pursuit Live Bible Study Edition. Yes. Hello, this is Vincent and Valerie Woodard. Woodard. And on this episode of Couples Pursuit Bible Study, we're going to discuss the whole Bible explained in 12 verses. Can you believe that? <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, look, we appreciate you joining us here on Couples Pursuit Live Bible Study Edition. Our goal here is to give you biblical foundations and principles to help you in your walk with God. Yes. If you're new, welcome. welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. <laughs> We urge you to share this video with someone that you know mm -hmm. and also smash that like button. Yes. So, babe. Yeah. When I when I brought this topic up to you. Uh-huh. And I showed you what I think the 12 verses, these are some good 12 verses. Uh-huh. What were your initial thoughts? Could the Bible, first of all, when I first say, I want to explain the Bible in 12 verses. What were your initial thoughts? Where did you get that from? That um, it was, a, I actually read it on an online blog yes well you told me that yes but i was like where'd you get that <laughs> oh, that, was the study. Yeah, yeah. that was my well, where'd you get that idea from and, <laughs> and and then you let me read what you had been reading yes and it was like wow it, it was so, it was yeah. so awesome because I, I think the thought that came to my head mm -hmm. was i remember just uh a young i am not not a teenager i was a young adult okay but just when the bible finally clicked like mm -hmm. the whole story it wasn't just we're talking about the Old Testament like it's a separate book and the New Testament like it's a separate book uh -huh. and, and the commandments the commandments and all yeah. those things it's like the Bible finally clicked and when I got that I was like ah uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. and so when I read um, the blog and I leave the information the link to it okay it was amazing how someone said you know what these 12 verses you know you can add to it and I, and I added a verse and I took away a verse because uh -huh. I just I, what made it simple made for it me full picture for yeah you. it made a full picture for me mm -hmm. and the aha moments I got when I was reading scripture and also listening to preachers preach and the aha moments I got from them mm -hmm. and other bible studies I was like okay I have to put this in I have to put this in I have to put this in okay and the whole thing is that basically boils down to this mm -hmm. The Bible is a story of a king, God, a kingdom, and his royal citizens, and Jesus Christ, how he brings everything together here mm -hmm. on earth. The whole Bible starts, it starts with talking about Jesus mm -hmm. with the, the, when the serpent um, struck um when the serpent came into the garden and the Bible ends um, with Jesus mm -hmm. and everything in between is a story of the that account, that yeah. account yeah. Yeah, of that the love that God had for us yeah. and how he sacrificed his son even before we read, read about it in Matthew mm -hmm. how his son was sacrificed right. for us yeah so. yeah <laughs> it is and it's interesting you say a story but I, I know I know what you mean. You mean it's an account. It yes. is. It, it's not made up because some people were like, "See, I told you the Bible wasn't true." It is not a. No, it's not no. a fairy tale. 
not that kind of story, mm. but it is the story of, and it's a story told um, by the ones who who he breathed on to write it. You yes. know, when you think about the Gospels, you know, um, when you think about how they're written and they're written from the perspective of different writers, same account, mm-hmm. same information, a different account, a different yes. uh, uh, viewpoint, vantage point. Yes. Um, and and, think, and they were written from. We, we have Matthew was a disciple, uh-huh. but Mark and Luke were not disciples. Mm-hmm. They were followers. Mm-hmm. They ended up becoming. I'll, I'll take that back. They were not a part of the original original twelve, 12. disciples. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were a part of the seventy when we, they expanded. Right. But, uh, then we kept growing and kept growing. Them they eventually became disciples, but they're not. They were not part of the original twelve. Right. So even that account was somebody. Or say, look, you know what? I want to know what this Jesus. I want to know more about the Jesus. Yeah. I want to walk close. I, whatever I have to do, if I sell my business, if I have to give it up, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I want. So we get way ahead <laughs> because okay, we love okay. the Bible. And we thank you so much. And look, uh, <laughs> leave a comment. Let us know you're there. And also, as we go through these scriptures, uh, tell us what you think. And also, um, what would you know? How would you summarize the Bible if you had to? That that would just be great information. And does this summary as we go, if you would please just comment, yes, that follows, or mm-hmm. mm, I don't know, or no, I didn't really get it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't tell me everything that I need to know. I, this is interesting, so let's go. Stop. All right, all right. So the Bible is a unified account mm-hmm. of the leads of Jesus Christ by telling us of, and I told you about the king, a kingdom, mm-hmm. and its royal citizens, its family, mm-hmm. us, every, right. everybody. So the first verse that. Um, I want to start with this is not like in it's not Genesis this is, yeah yeah this is I'm not I'm not gonna start like you know start with just Genesis because I believe what was it? the one the first verse that stuck out to me was in John 1 1 mm-hmm. and it says read it babe. in the beginning was the word capital W and the word was with God and the word was God yes 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 mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. beginning in the beginning was the word that is mm-hmm. so awesome the, the 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 book of john in the new testament i think it's so amazing because it's one of the, the other books matthew kind of spoke to the genealogy of christ and mark really spoke to the of jesus the person um and Luke spoke to the healing aspect, and when you see the spirit in the Acts, and he also penned the, the, um, the chapter book of Acts. But in John, John spoke to the spiritual aspect, the Messiah side of Jesus. And so when just his whole writing, you could tell it, it just eludes the fact that he, this is the Messiah. Yes, Jesus Christ is fully man, but he's also fully God. But but he is really like in the beginning was the word and the word was God, with God and the word was God and that right there is like wow, wow. <laughs> that was his first okay this is this is yeah. his first sentence of his book mm-hmm. <laughs> bam so he speaks more to the spiritual the messiah the 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 savior the rescuer side of Jesus and, and that right there is uh I think it sets the tone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. In the beginning was the word, and the word was, uh, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I said capital W, but sometimes people don't get that understanding, especially if they have just heard people talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, the the capital personifies. Yes. It's God as a, uh, it is Jesus. Jesus is, is the word. He is the word. And he was with God. Yeah, you know, I think in it, the I, beginning, and and that's sometimes that's a difficult concept for people to understand if if it's not explained. That's right for an unchurched or a, um, I hate to say unchurched because you know yeah. for a person who hasn't hasn't studied the scriptures, I'll go. just say that. There you go, and yeah. it's because the way it unifies the account mm-hmm. is because we read in Genesis mm-hmm. that God spoke. He said, "Let there be." Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's, at the point, it's just it's God, the Trinity, it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But He said, right. "Let there speak." He let there um, be. Mm-hmm. He spoke into existence these things. So this verse in John, John one one, mm-hmm. it's amazing because it said, "In the beginning was the Word." Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. Word. <laughs> so it, I mean, it, the world was formed those, by yes. the Word, the spoken Word. Yes. And, yes. And the Word. Yes. 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 Two. Mm-hmm. Verse so, two. Genesis, I was just about to mention this. Genesis one twenty seven. So, God created man in His image. In the image of God, He created them. Mm-hmm. Male and female, He created them. Wow, wow, wow. In in the beginning, later on in Genesis, mm-hmm. He completes the sentence. It was after He looked back at everything He made, even man. <laughs> he said, "It, it is good. good. Yeah, it is good." And then when he said, um, is it the verse above? He said, let us make man in yes. our own image. Mm-hmm. And us is referring to even though uh, the word Trinity is not there. And even though in John 1, 1, he says in the word in the capital W that there was more than 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 the one There was a yes. us. And it's not God divided. It's God unified. That's right. As Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's right. It's 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 in the image and the likeness of God. So in the image is that three the together. Mm-hmm. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And in the likeness. Well, mm-hmm. you know, he's the he's the king of all kings. He's over mm-hmm. everything. Everything is under subjection to him. So he, he put man, man, uh, male and female on this earth. And in his likeness, we have dominion. Mm-hmm. He gave us dominion mm-hmm. over the earth. So in his in his um, image and in his likeness. Yeah. Wow. That was verse two. And that was Genesis 1 27. And we're going to keep walking because it's, it's, it's so good. I wanted to I want to get this in in this one Bible study. That's my goal. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, and you mentioned before everything God created was good. That was Genesis mm-hmm. one thirty one. Yes. So, um, our next scripture is going to be Genesis three fifteen, which says, "I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel." This, I believe, is the foreshadowing of all the gospel mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, of, of, of the account mm-hmm. spoken right here mm-hmm. in Genesis 3.15. It's a telling. Because, and w- 
when when I first started studying the Bible, I didn't actually get this the first time I read it until I think I heard it preached. Mm -hmm. And so it said, I will bring enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. Mm -hmm. Well, your seed is talking about this, talking about Satan. His seed was basically, he brought death. He brought, he brought, you know, that's what he brought. Mm -hmm. The knowledge of, of he he brought temptation. He brought Mm -hmm. death. He brought separation. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that he brought. To, mm-hmm. to man, the, mm-hmm. you know, but the seed of the woman mm-hmm. was that was that was later on. It, it eventually becomes Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it said that the the serpent mm. will strike his heel. Yes, but but Jesus will crush crush his head. His head. So that yes. means he would kill death. And head represents authority, mm-hmm. the authority that he has. <laughs> and then when Jesus, um when he was crucified uh and he and he was raised again in that time in between he went to hell and took the keys mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. hell death and the grave yes. right yes and that's where the enemy wants us he wants us to to uh suffer eternally mm. with him there but it, it will not happen it would not happen <laughs> Because his head was crushed, his authority. He doesn't have authority. He has limited power, but he doesn't have the authority to supersede God. And it's and it's so many um, historians that want to try to date these years between um, what we know as Genesis and the account of Genesis till the birth of uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And how many years, whatever that is, but. We know after Jesus, we have right now 2022 years later. But how many years before that, God thought so much of us that he, he already planned to do something about this death that, that has came upon us, this, this right. knowledge of this evil and the lurking the separation between God for man and God. He mm-hmm. said, you know what? No, these are my people. And you're not going to take them away from me. You're not going to let them um, settle in. They have to have a distant relationship with me. No, I like how I was doing. I was walking right here with them, and they, you know, we was able to hang out, cook out together. You know, we was able <laughs> cooking out in the garden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Grill these vegetables, are these are my people. <laughs> and he also he had a plan way back then. Wow. So, and and, and once again. I didn't really get that when I first started reading in that Genesis chapter 3, 15, that at that moment, we're talking about Jesus. They're talking about Jesus yeah, in, the in the beginning because he is what? Alpha yeah. and Omega. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He is omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's uh, omnipotent mm-hmm. or omnipotent. Um, and what is it? Uh, omnipresent. Omnipresent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, in the beginning he was there. Yes. In the beginning his spirit hovered over the waters mm-hmm. before before he spoke a word. Mm-hmm. He already knew. Yeah, yeah. He already knew. Yes. Anyway, I'll get carried away. So number four, four mm-hmm. is Genesis twenty two, seventeen through eighteen, and it says, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore and your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies and in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed yes surely surely <laughs> he says without a doubt yes 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 we, we spoke in the previous bible study about how 
God, he says, surely that God mm -hmm. actually made an oath with himself. Yeah, uh -huh. you know, he told Abram at the time, hey, say, no, this is how you would know. And, you know, we'll make an oath. But later on, he, we found out that God actually put Abraham, Abram to sleep. Mm -hmm. And he made this oath, oath with, himself, with himself, this covenant with himself. Mm -hmm. And that's why he can, he can say surely because an oath and a, and a promise mm -hmm. are, are, they're kind of similar. But in God's view, I believe that an oath is is not contingent on um, when a man would do holding up their end of the bargain or, hold, or saying, doing what they say to do or whatever time that the man decides that okay now I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready to you know to accept what you have for me mm -hmm. now, a oath is like you know it's going to happen no matter what right. when God makes an oath with himself his word yes his word doesn't return mm -hmm. um, well his word doesn't return void, but it also he he is not a man that he would not that he would lie, nor the son of the man that he, son of man that he should repent. Mm -hmm. And so what he says he means. Yes, he yes. means that. And and our, he doesn't revoke both that. will come to pass. Right. I'm not saying a, a promise won't. Right. But I'm saying some, what I'm what I'm saying is that he's saying an oath. It will happen when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's not when my people that are called by my name humble themselves. You know, th those things I'm talking about as a promise. It's going to happen. It's because an existing it's, it's, promise. Yes, it's, de it's yeah. dependent on, you know, when we decide to humble ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not conditional. I get That's exactly right. what you're trying to mm -hmm. say because when you're talking about, what is it? Corinthians seven fourteen, mm. the first the second first Corinthians seven fourteen, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um he's saying these are the conditions that have to be met. Yes. And but when he says I will surely bless. Mm -hmm. I will do this. I will multiply. This is what he's saying to Abram to Abram Abram and then who is eventually Abraham because of his faith, mm -hmm. because of his belief and his trust and trust in him. And he's like, well, how will I know? Yes. You know, and, and then, you know, they go through all of that. But he's making this covenant. He's making this promise. And even though he could say, if you do this, that or the mm -hmm. other thing, he says, let me put him to sleep. Yes. Because yes. I know the end from the beginning. Yes. And let me walk through mm -hmm. and let me make this happen. And that was one of the reasons why why he was like, well, how will I ever know? Because if you if they're going to be that numerous, I won't ever see them. Yes, exactly. And he made and it, it, the uh, picture that we see is this smoldering pot, which mm -hmm. God represents in the smoke in the in the smoke in the mountain. The Moses went up. You know, it was a, it was a smoldering bush. But mm -hmm. then we represent the fire, mm -hmm. which is um, the the lamp. This Jesus. is with, with Abraham. Yeah, with mm -hmm. Abraham, which mm -hmm. is represents the, the light of the world, mm -hmm. you know, the lamp. Mm -hmm. uh, it just all those things, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit right there. We're making an oath with ourselves. That that's how you can say, surely I will bless you and, and multiply your seed at the stars of heaven. Wow. We're just a four. We're <laughs> four. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So. If you're just joining us, what we're talking about tonight is the whole Bible explained in 12 verses. Mm -hmm. If you have joined in the middle, I admonish you to go back and write down the first four scriptures. And they were John 1, 1, Genesis 1, 27, Genesis 3, 15, and then Genesis 22, 17 through 18. And now we're moving on to the fifth one. Um, and it is 2 Samuel 7, 12 through 13. Mm. And it reads, When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you who shall come from your body and I, was, and I will establish his kingdom. 
He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Amen. Amen. You know, I want to move over. David made um he said that I'm going to build a house but how is it that I'm living in this big nice fancy palace mm-hmm. and um, God it's is outside in the tent the basically yeah. in the ark you know the yeah. ark was in the tent and yeah. and God, they were like I'm going to build I'm going to build you know just mm-hmm. the biggest the best yes. and and God was like no you, you, you worry about this kingdom because I will establish Yes. and what he's talking about of course we see the eventually reign of um, Solomon but actually mm-hmm. what he was talking about was the lineage that leads to Jesus Christ yes so uh, and also <laughs> and also David was a man of war mm-hmm. you know so he wasn't meant to build the temple he's like no you you take care of this and I'm going to do this in the way yeah. that it's meant to be done because sometimes we can be uh, aware you know we can be wise in our own eyes mm-hmm. because he was trying to do a good thing David was like well I want to bless the Lord yeah. I want him to have more than me mm-hmm. how should I have all of this and God is like I know it seems good to you mm-hmm. to do this but let me have it exactly exactly yeah. exactly yeah. six six okay it is Jeremiah 31 33 for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. That is, that is, that is. I love that. Can I read it again? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, baby. Go For ahead. this is the covenant, right? The promise, mm-hmm. the oath that I will make mm-hmm. with the house of of Israel after those days declares the Lord I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts I will be their God and they will be my people what stands out about this to me is my law within them yes because out of the heart flows the issues of life and out of the abundance of the heart a man speaks Mm -hmm. and so if God's law is in my heart I'm going to speak from my heart Mm -hmm. I'm going to speak his laws and he said um, that would be in me and he would write it on my heart so I don't need the law Mm -hmm. to correct me Mm -hmm. because if my heart is for God if I am if I have his word within me that I'm not going to sin against him. Exactly, and exactly, and when you came to him, it's God says it, and again Ezekiel 36, mm-hmm. he said, "For I will, um, I think I wrote it down, so that I will, um, that I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you, and I will mm-hmm. take out your stony, <laughs> the NIV version says, your stony, stubborn heart, right. and give you a tender, responsive heart." Yes. And, and this is spoken another, a whole another prophet. I say chapter, but it was years later and God still said, no, no, when you come to me, I'm going to change your heart. But then we have the fact that Jesus comes back and just, you know, backs it up and said, look, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, or some word, another word, I think Mark says strength. Mm-hmm. 
because out of the issues of your heart well out of the yeah out of, yeah out of your, it, out out of of the your abundance heart. of your heart the mouth yes. your feet mm-hmm. and so whatever's in you is going to come out and so until that heart of stone that that stony heart is changed to a heart of flesh you're not able to receive mm-hmm. you're not able to receive God you're not able to to understand that it's greater than the Ten Commandments it's yes. greater than the law it's greater than religion it's greater than checking boxes and and keeping all of those things the transformation that is with in that comes from from the father that comes from Jesus' sacrifice and his redemptive blood that is what changes us mm-hmm. more than rules and regulations yes yeah yes. yeah <laughs> so we're not going to be able to get oh gosh <laughs> we can't get through <laughs> see I said two sessions but okay well, yeah, we, can, but... we can we can divide it up are you want to try? Let's go through it. Okay. Let's go through All right. It. Let's so, go seven. Number seven. Ooh, John three sixteen. This is probably the most underrated scripture there is mm-hmm. because everybody has heard it and everybody thinks they know it and everybody thinks they understand it. It is simple, but it is deeper yes. than what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world and one version says in this way in this right way, yes uh that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life mm-hmm. there's so many good things there mm. just in the first for god so loved the world yes he said he didn't come to condemn the world mm-hmm. but to save us he didn't come to condemn us but he came to fulfill us fulfill the law Mm -hmm. right he came to show us he came to show us in in the old testament it was you know the laws came and we were basically the purpose of it was to show us ourselves and to show us okay you you can't possibly do all this on your your own you need the help of god even if you you try to keep every single law give the example it's like breaking a window pane It, it might have you know the slats or the bars on it but if you break one piece one portion of that that window the whole pain has to come out mm-hmm. and so the way that the uh, the law was set up in the Old Testament it's like if you broke a single one you know if you kept this one you couldn't keep that one and it's like okay let me send my son mm-hmm. to redeem no more lambs no more bulls no more uh, goats no more doves no more any of that let me send him to fulfill it. So when he says, for God so loved the world in this way mm-hmm. that um, he gave his only son, he gave the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And and we they had uh, livestock was was money. Yes. It, that was their their uh, revenue. Mm-hmm. That was their uh, what's the word I'm looking for, babe? It was their money. The money. Yeah. Right. And 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 there was. Um, they were they had male and female and they were able to multiply and mm-hmm. so there were always more yes oxen more cattle more but he gave the one yes the one he had who couldn't be given again mm-hmm. he gave away his one and only as a sacrifice that whoever believes you can choose to believe yeah you don't have to believe but whoever believes will not perish but have everlasting life it's and yes you remember that movie that we um saw one time i think it was called the sin, the sin eater sin eater yes yeah. and it was a movie about the uh a, a new Ugh. settlement a new colonization with people that came over on the ship from england mm-hmm. and they were starting up their you know uh, 
towns and mm-hmm. cities establishing uh, off themselves the coast of Virginia, here. Um, Virginia, where were they, where they were they were at? Mm-hmm. And so their practice coming from Catholicism, coming from you know how they worship in England, is that we had to had to make sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So and they would uh, make us. They would tell all their sins to this um, uh, animal, and then they would kill the animal, mm-hmm. and so that would be the sacrifice. But then when, whenever mm-hmm. they, <laughs> then whenever else, when they have, there would be a nature being human, when they, whenever they sinned again, they had to kill another animal. Right. It got so much so that they they didn't. It was running out of animals, mm-hmm. and it was like, well, what what do we do? You know what? Well, you know what do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and it was finally revealed that you know what. Jesus paid the price for our mm-hmm. sins long time ago. Mm-hmm. There's no hindrance between us coming to God to mm-hmm. ask Him mm-hmm. to forgive us, to to let us feel cleansed, mm-hmm. because He's already forgiven us. But our hearts, the weights, the issues of life, they still weigh on us sometimes, and we are able to come to Him, come boldly to the throne, right, and and ask for forgiveness, right. And, and when that revelation, I guess when they finally got us, I'm gonna ask. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure they had the. I think it was the Bible. I forgot how. I forgot how they found out. Mm-hmm. But they found out that hey, Jesus had already paid the price that right. we keep trying to pay every day, yeah. again, again, and that again. That was a practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and there was a a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to read just the portion. Um, in the Bible. Uh, a scapegoat is one of a pair of kid goats that is released into the wilderness, taking with it all the sins and impurities while other while the other is sacrificed. Mm-hmm. The concept first appears in the book of Leviticus, in which the goat is designed to be cast into the desert to carry away the sins of the community. Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman in the in the film who ended up being the person. He's like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm taking the one that they were looking on as a bad person, as a dark yes. person, as a strange person. It's like, I believe in the movie, he was the representative of Christ. He mm-hmm. was pulling, he was taking the sins away, but they were so stuck. They were stuck. Yes. They were stuck in the past. And that was no longer necessary for them to do. Yes, yes. You know? And that movie started, you were like, man, what are we watching? This is Yeah, not- I was like, Lord, is this going to be okay? And then it ended up being the most beautiful thing, and I'm yeah. crying. So, I mean, it's really old, but if you look it up, The Sin Eater. Yes. Oh, uh, I would watch it again. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I would like our kids to see it, too. It's really good. All righty. Okay, we're going to need two hours if we <laughs> keep going. Okay, so number eight. Eight. All right, John 1 14 and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth mm, the word became flesh yes God, Jesus put on human on clothes yes. yes and he became he was still fooling me all the emotions this verse speaks to so many things because mm-hmm. a lot of people ask so many questions. How can God do this? How can, why, why does God let this happen? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, everything that we experience, every temptation that we face, everything that we have thought that we could have, you know, that can bring a separation from God. God is experienced. He, he didn't do, but he's felt our emotions. He mm-hmm. felt our, um, how this world can weigh on us so much. Mm-hmm. And he became that for us he walked among us and the, the fact that he even he could have just stayed say we're gonna do this one year but he stayed longer <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just gonna come as a grown man, and oh I, I'm saying he can do anything. But I'm saying I'm just go one year. Listen, I'm Lord. Gonna be G- oh, three years. Okay, I do do Jesus for three years, and then I'm going back. And I'm no, he came from the from the womb, and all the way up to the um, historians say to the age of 33. Yeah, that he um. He was here on this earth. Yes, and <laughs> and you know you bring up and, and this brings me to a, a a sober mind, but but in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. you know, because he had to in order for him to do what he did, he had to he had to to there had to be a separation. Yes, you know there had to be a separation, and and then he that's when he says, um, um, "My God, My God, mm-hmm. why have you forsaken me?" But in before in the Garden of Gethsemane, he's saying, "Lord, if it be Thy will, take." this cup for me he mm. said nevertheless you know not my will but your your will be done so you're right when you say he took on he felt there's nothing that we have suffered that christ does not relate to mm-hmm. yes and that's so good fully god and fully man he came and dwelt among us that's, that's awesome. so good awesome. number nine second mm-hmm. corinthians 5 21 for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of god we have a lifetime the greatest lifetime deal <laughs> 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 the greatest guarantee, the greatest lifetime guarantee, <laughs> yes, ever, and that's God's glorious grace. Mm-hmm. You know, for so long, up to this moment where Jesus came came into the world, and then he's he was crucified. He was crucified, died, buried, and God raised him from the dead. Up up until this moment, mm-hmm. you know. We were living in a state of, well, we have to save ourselves. That's what our mindset uh, was. Every man for himself. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> eye for an eye. You know, tooth for tooth. And, and, <laughs> and, and God says, you know what? I told you this back in Genesis when I said that, you know, that yeah, the serpent would strike his heel, but he would crush his head. I mean, I told you that, but here we go. Mm-hmm. And now I give you this, my son. Sheesh. That he would die for your yeah. your sins, my sin. Yeah, who I wasn't even thought of. <laughs> How many thousands of years ago is this? This is one of the reasons why people can't fathom. When you have, uh, if you don't have the mind, if you don't have, if you haven't received Christ in your heart, mm-hmm. right? Or if, if your mind is darkened, what we're talking about sounds like a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, made up fairy tale mm-hmm. stuff. You know, people even go as far as to, you know, call Christians, you know, they just crazy. Mm-hmm. Holy rollers. They're talking about this person who doesn't exist. How are all these things possible? But if you're not spiritual minded, you won't receive the spiritual things of God. Right. You're not able to do that. The word says that. But the fact that he did this for us is the most amazing thing. Like you said, it's the best. Possible, <laughs> it's the best possible deal you could ever Lifetime get. Lifetime guarantee ever. Yes. <laughs> For our sake. Mm-hmm. God didn't need us. We needed him. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Let me break that down one more time. Mm-hmm. For our sake 
he made him Christ mm -hmm. to be sin who knew no sin mm -hmm. so that in him Christ we might become the righteousness of God yes that we would become we'd be then engrafted mm -hmm. when you're engrafted you can't tell where one ends and the other one begins and that's how thank you Jesus that's how when God looks at us he doesn't see our sin mm -hmm. he sees his son yes 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 it's, it's, it's at least seven <laughs> times in the in the in the, in the old testament mm -hmm. the god that said that uh they would be my people yeah. that they would they would be my people it's his desire it's even when you know we turn away we separate ourselves from him mm -hmm. and even when uh we kind of abandon god the children of israel not even kind of yeah it's went on our own way and he still said it mm -hmm. he still said they would be my they would i would be their god and they would be my people yes and I, i'm just like amazed mm -hmm. at the fact that he, his persistency is um, <laughs> the song so it says love chases it down he's it's like he, yeah. he he's constantly looking how can he keep reminding people hey i'm still god i'm still yeah. here you know i know i know you don't you know you, you're trying to do your own thing but i'm still here and i'm still right. god i'm I standing still at love the door you. behold i stand at the door yes and knock. yes yes you know and, the, and his word says i i he draws us with cords of love mm. Mm. you know yes can you i mean that sound that sounds so romantic doesn't <laughs> it it's, he draws us with cords of love it's sound it's it sounds romantic but i mean in in a non-sexual way yes like it's a wooing. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a a courtship. Yes. You know, like I know. I'm so. You ever watch that movie where the guy's looking at the girl from afar and, mm -hmm. and he's like, <laughs> or he's just watching her and the woman. The woman when she's looking, she's like, hmm, mm -hmm. just so in love. And it's like, I will wait for you. <laughs> I will wait for you. And that is what he says. I will wait for you. He is the and he sent the bridegroom to wait. Yes, for us, and it's a perfect. I mean, wow. this is part of couples' pursuit. It's a perfect demonstration how uh, we're supposed to love the wives as Christ loved the church, mm -hmm. and, and how and gave his life for it, mm -hmm. and how uh, women. We say women are emotional creatures, and how you know uh, they have a lot of things that they can think about. It a lot of times, us as people, we're we're emotional, men right. and women, right? And we have different things that we want to how to how to express ourselves. And sometimes we don't know how, mm -hmm. but God is so patient with us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, uh, as a husband, I don't fully grasp that part that mm -hmm. love your wives as Christ so loved the church and gave yourself so give my patience also mm -hmm. because just like she has to deal with me I should be I should learn how to um, how, how did Christ interact with the church I should have that same interaction with my wife mm -hmm. as always so remember y'all this this Bible is life changing this scriptures are life changing mm -hmm. we we it's 12 verses here but every last one of them is all the verses are life changing mm -hmm. don't don't take it for granted don't right. do not take don't it just granted. assume oh well that's the story that i heard that's what my grandmother used to say mm -hmm. and and you know you just read over it like yeah 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 when they say the scripture oh i know that scripture no listen mm -hmm. think about it dig into it read what's before it read what's after it and 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 really think about what it means where there's a place to insert yourself your mm -hmm. name if it's talking about you my people that's you yeah think about that that's right you, you know you read you read let it come alive out of the bible 
Mm-hmm. So exegesis is is you're reading you're reading what the Bible says you're taking you're taking it with you you're not putting in the Bible right you're not you're not inserting your thoughts and your pain to make it right. match your up view. with your ideology mm-hmm. no you're we're t- we're pulling from we're taking out and then applying applying it. it to our lives yes, yes that's good babe that's huh. good okay ten Ooh, number ten Isaiah fifty three and five but he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed mm. for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement of our peace. And chastisement meaning abuse or punishment that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we were healed. Mm. I'm sorry. With his wounds, we are healed. That is very important that I say are. It's not we were, but we are healed. So as we go, as we endure this life, he was pierced for our transgressions. So for everything that we did, even before we came here, God knew that we would sin. He knew how we would live. He knew what it was for us to be in this flesh and what happened with the fall and Adam and Eve and the fruit um, and the serpent in the garden. And so then according to taking it all the way back, he was crushed for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. He took it on to himself and with his wounds that he received during that crucifixion we are healed the chastisement the abuse yes the punishment Mm -hmm. I don't think we can fully grasp no the crucifixion Mm -mm. moment the the moments leading up to it Mm -hmm. there's a another verse you alluded to Mm -hmm. I spoke about and it's in Matthew 26 I believe 26 yes Mm -hmm. when Jesus went to the garden Mm-hmm. And he actually brought um, Peter, James, and John mm-hmm. with him. He said, "We wait Watch right with here me for one and hour. pray." Yes, <laughs> and he went. Yeah, and he prayed. and He fell face down. Mm-hmm. He said his soul was deeply grieved yeah. to the point of death. Listen to me. Listen to me. He said his soul. He said, "I'm deeply grieved to the point of death." Jesus mm-hmm. said this. Mm-hmm. He did not so the physical bruise. People have said that uh, the the thorns, it's this the thorns itself, the the uh, mm. the deepness they had to dig the thorn. Those were oak thorns. Yes, oak thorns had to dig into his head. Not just tiny. Little they didn't break, pricks, pop, no, or snap. They no, they dug into in. his skull. Yes. Yeah. The the agony. Of the pain of the six inch spikes that had to go into him. The cat of nine tails. The cat of nine tails. That ripped his flesh from his body. The piercing in his side. And then he refused the gall. Yeah, and the gall was like the anesthesia, what we would know. What would have been an anesthetic. Yeah. To help him kind of just go. Mm-hmm. He refused that. Mm-hmm. He took it all on. There was no buffer. Mm-mm. Even to the point of having to be in that for that moment separated from God because there's no sin in him and at this moment what we're talking about in um, in Matthew 26 Mm -hmm. when Jesus went to the garden to pray he uh, he knew that this would happen yeah it became real real because it's like okay I know that Judas is going to bring those yes those uh, soldiers to me mm-hmm. he's going to betray me betray me with a kiss and it's going to begin everything that I've been saying to my disciples I'm going to have to leave them and I'm getting ready to walk out in this flesh mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to walk out what um, 
what I know was to come, what Peter wanted to deny that I would have to die and be raised up again in three days. Mm, 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 mm. And and yes, um, crucifixion, it, it was a practice of the day. Uh, and it was one of the most heinous practices of the day, one of the worst ways to die. Um, but even Christ's death was worse than yes than the others because they were trying to prove a point. They were mm-hmm. trying to to, um, to break up the rebellion. The Roman uh, soldiers and the government were trying to mm-hmm. break up the rebellion of the, the, this. They're thinking that Christ has come to establish His kingdom, which He He, he did, yeah. and He. <laughs> but they're thinking that he's, as far as and violent, <laughs> and He's going to overtake and Caesar. And yeah, they was like, "We're going to stomp this out. We're going to make an example out of Him." They mocked him, or so they tried. And then, even at the foot of the cross, there was one that was like, "Surely, mm-hmm. he is the Christ." Exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, number eleven mm-hmm. is Luke twenty-four, five and six. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not there. He has risen mm-hmm. because he did exactly what he said he went through all of that and at the moment of of that separation when he says lama lama uh sabathani mm-hmm. right uh, i might be missing a couple of words but it's my god my god why <laughs> why have thou forsaken me and i hear people pronounce it differently i don't know the proper pronunciation so lord give me grace um but he said, why have have you forsaken me? And then there was a quaking mm-hmm. in the earth. And then in the temple, uh, the curtain that is between the, the outer veil, court yes. and the mm-hmm. inner court, mm-hmm. the veil was torn away. From the top. From the top to the bottom. Yeah. Yes. And if you look at the measurements, it wasn't like the curtains in your house. Mm-hmm. They're huge long curtains on mm-hmm. well-made rods and rings and all of this specific uh, uh, with all the specific instructions that fabric. were, were was... given, yeah, it wasn't like oh these sheer fabrics, <laughs> but all of that happened in that moment, and then it began mm-hmm. from there to the time he rose. Many might debate about whether it was Sunday, it was Tuesday, it was Monday, when at what time of the year, whatever it was, he did that, and then there were those, even some that believed that thought he would still be dead. Yes. But when they went, he said, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. Mm. He has risen and he rose like he said he he would. would. Now, I added that part. That's not in the word. (laughs) But he rose like he said he would. Yes. And I I believe that's the moment back in Matthew when Jesus said he was deeply grieved to the point of death. I believe... Uh, yes, all the everything he, he had to go through, but I believe it was so much because he knew the fact of a moment of time there he had to be separated because mm-hmm. he had to be sin, mm-hmm. and sin sin didn't dwell um, with with God. They, right. they're, they're not they're not buddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sin is separation from God. <laughs> so he, be with he had God. to be separated from right. God for that moment. Mm-hmm. And I believe at that moment, wow, that's what he was thinking about. And it was like this is going to happen. I'm going to be. <laughs> Separated. We've yeah. never been separated from from from. I can't even say from the beginning. From beginning to beginning, the beginning <laughs> forever. <laughs> never ever. Never been, been separated. separated. Never. Can you? I can't imagine. I cannot, I cannot imagine. <laughs> I cannot imagine. But that's so good. And when I um this verse is referencing uh when the when uh the angels was the angels were rebuking the women who came to anoint Jesus' body with burial spices. Mm-hmm. 
he said to them, why do you seek? Exactly. He's not here, y'all. Yeah. And that veil that <laughs> White spoke about was the veil that separated the outer courts from the inner courts. Right. The inner mm-hmm. courts were where we kept the, the, um, holy, of the, holy. the holy of holies, yeah. where only the priest and those sanctified and made sacrifices. Like everybody could not go, you know, in a, you couldn't just come off the street and go walk up in, in a court. But God said because of Jesus' sacrifice he took on the sins of the world and you don't need a priest to go in or you you don't need someone (laughs) it goes all the way back to where he said I will put my law in them and I will write my word on their heart and then there's another portion of scripture I don't forgive me I don't know exactly where it is it's like I'm going to paraphrase it's like a man you won't need a man to tell you about me I'm going to show myself Mm -hmm. to you. That is exactly why we know that regardless of what people say, God has made himself evident to them. Yes. Now, you may deny him, Mm -hmm. but he's undeniable. (laughs) You can say that he doesn't exist, but there's so much evidence to the contrary. Every time you say your name, you say his name. You say, you you say, I am. You just say you just acknowledge God. Yes, because He is. He is I the am, I am that I am. My goodness, that's get, too deep for. Woo, okay, <laughs> that's okay, back to studying. Twelve. <laughs> okay, number twelve. Um, this is Revelations twenty one three and four. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. My my goodness. (laughs) When Jesus established the model prayer, Mm-hmm. And I say that specifically because it's, some people call it the Lord's Prayer, but the Lord didn't need to pray. Mm-hmm. Our Father, God in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us this day of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We, Jesus didn't have to pray that prayer. What um, this right here represents is that sometimes we get lost and say, well, God, I don't, I don't know. I don't know your will. I don't know your purpose. I don't know what you, what you, what is the end goal? What is the goal here? And this tells us, tells us that in what we should seek for mm-hmm. in that model prayer. Mm-hmm. It said, in earth, as, as it, it is, is in, in heaven, heaven, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom earth, come. As it is, as yeah, it is. yeah. That's his will. That's his purpose. That's what he wants. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's what he's desiring is to come is to come and dwell with his people and it brings us that home in Revelation 21 3 and 4 said behold the dwelling place of oh God, God is, is with, with man. man this is the end time this is we're talking about apocalyptic mm-hmm. if I say the word mm-hmm. <laughs> the end time mm-hmm. this is God finally saying okay what is all come to to a point I'm back home with my people. Oh, babe, you got to let me add this. Go ahead. You got to let me add this. Um, in the garden, when uh, Adam and Eve had uh, had uh, covered themselves mm-hmm. and they were ashamed, and he was asking, where are you? He already knew where they were, mm-hmm. but his desire was to dwell with them. Yes. Halak. Halak is the word. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, so it's Old Testament. So which one? I always get this mixed up. It's Hebrew. Right, Hebrews Old Testament. It's Hebrew. Yes. Yeah, I always get that mixed up. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to dwell with them, so he's saying in the beginning, "I want to be with you," mm-hmm. and he's saying in the end, "My place, my dwelling place, is with you." Yes, I want to be with you. 
behold I stand at the door and knock wow you know <laughs> even if you make your bed in hell I'll be there mm. that is back again to what I was talking about the romance the 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 wooing I shouldn't say the romance but the wooing of God mm -hmm. he says I will draw them with cords of love and then the the example I'm gonna stop after this the example that he gave with Hosea and Gomer mm-hmm Yes. He knew what she would do. Yes. And he went back. Mm -hmm. And he went back. Mm -hmm. And he went back. And that is a clear illustration. Because um, Homer. Gomer. Mm -hmm. Hosea was, and Gomer. Gomer was, um, she was a prostitute. Yes. She sold herself. And even though he loved her, um, God told him to take her as, mm -hmm. as his wife. Correct? Yes. To take, take her as his wife. And, and, and even though he brought her into his home and he prepared a place for her, she went back. Mm -hmm. She went back to what she knew. She went back to what's familiar. And to me, that is the biggest picture of us. He even references um, the children of Israel as going whoring after other gods. Mm -hmm. There's such a relationship that is there. It goes back to John 3, 16, for God so loved the world mm -hmm. that he gave all that he had, his, his one, his only son, mm -hmm. you know? And even um, when we reference, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm gonna, I'm right now, I'm in, in my study, I'm in Isaiah. And Isaiah is like, look, okay, if y'all don't stop, yeah. I'm just paraphrasing, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isaiah the prophet is like, y'all don't stop, this is what's gonna happen, this is what's gonna happen, this is what's gonna happen. And he's telling them and telling them, and they still go on their own way, and God will say, this is what I'm gonna do to you. Yes. But yes. if you change, I'll bring you back and it goodness. still is the same it goes back to what you said that grace that yes. guarantee man I, okay <laughs> silence did we do it did we do it I, I, I think I'm so glad you pressed you um, thank you for those of us that stayed on. with us a half an hour past our regular yes. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's so good I, I just, the whole bible explained the best we could summarized in 12 verses that hopefully, hopefully will give you a better picture of just the, the grace and the mercy that God has and still has for us. Uh -huh. The mercy that he, um, we didn't get the punishment that we, that we deserve. And then the grace that we got the gift that of Jesus Christ and salvation that we, you know, don't deserve. <laughs> right. The grace and the mercy and how throughout time, and he's already foretold, what the prophecy is a foretelling, that it would still come to pass that we would be he would be our God and, and we would be, be his people. people and he would dwell with us yes. people are such in a hurry to get saved and get, so, I, so I can get into heaven well yeah. God's trying to get back to you he's trying to get back us he's trying to get back to this place that he made yes. so he can dwell with it do you not us. know that your body is the temple yes. of the living God Ooh. make Ooh. room for him such a good study. Oh, we better come on. Let's pray and do something because we'll just keep talking. <laughs> pray us out, baby. Pray us out, Father. We just thank mm. you. We bless you. We know that your um your word mm. cannot be simply summed up into anything because mm. it is beyond measure. Your ways are not our ways, and your thoughts are not our thoughts, God. But if we wanted to give someone a snapshot of who you are and how you are and how much you love us. Tonight, scriptures did that from uh, John to Genesis to Isaiah to mm -hmm. Revelations. Lord, you and your 
inspired word your God breathed word through your servants that was written over 2000 years ago inspires us today to know you in a very real way thank you that you want to Halak, that you want mm -hmm. to fellowship with us, that you want to dwell with us, that you want to walk. You wanted to walk in the garden in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve, and you still desire to do that with us today. Thank you, God, that your people that will hear, those that are listening, will open their hearts, that they will make room for you, that they will put you on the throne of their hearts, Lord and that they will receive your word, that they will share your word, that they will repeat, regurgitate, mm -hmm. med meditate upon your word, and that it will become life and bread to them, that it becomes a mirror to them, that it is to them as it should be, a lamp unto their feet mm -hmm. and a light unto their pathway, that it will transform their hearts, and not only their hearts, God, their homes, if the hearts are transfer, transformed, then the homes are transformed and lives and the children are transformed and the communities are transformed. Mm -hmm. And then we are doing what that model prayer says. It is as it is in heaven. We bring that kingdom mind, that mm -hmm. kingdom life to earth. God, we just love you. We adore you. And God, I pray that for those who, um, if there's anyone listening tonight, that doesn't know God in the pardon of their sin. Now is your time. Now is the acceptable time. Choose this day whom ye shall serve. Say yes to God. If you uh, feel that your heart is pricked by this message and it causes you to want to draw closer and learn more of him, then I admonish you to say this sinner's prayer. Lord, I am a sinner in need of saving. I repent of my sin I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are the son of mm -hmm. God that you died and Jesus raised you up from the dead and you now sit on the right hand of the father and that you did this for me I accept you as my Lord and Savior I ask you to come into my heart and if you have said that prayer then as my husband says welcome to the family mm -hmm. There is now therefore no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. If you are bound by habits and sins or whatever, come to the feet of Jesus with that. And he will surely allow all those things to fall off as you receive his word, as you receive his healing. God, I thank you for everyone tonight. I ask that you bless them, that you keep them, that you make your face shine upon them, that you be gracious to them, Lord, that you keep them from all hurt, harm, danger, sickness, disease, and virus. And also, Lord, that you not let this, the seed of this word be plucked up. Mm -hmm. God, we love you. We adore you. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 I'm so on fire. <laughs> so good to me. So good to me. I'm full. We'll take us on out. Oh, I think we're out. That's it. Until next time, we'll see you here on Couples Pursuit. Either you see us or you hear us, whether it's podcast, radio, video. That's right. On Couples Pursuit Live Bible Study Edition. We love you. Bye. Bye.